Good evening, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Beer League, the show where we give our non-expert expert opinions on anything and everything. This week, we have a phenomenal episode for you. We got everyone with us. We got Nick, Beer, Johnny, and myself. Uh, we have a full rundown from what we're doing, uh, what we did from our weekends, full sports recap. We got multiple segments for timeout, and then we do have a rank this week, which is going back to the old school rank style, where it is just when you're on a road trip, car road trip. And uh, you stop at the gas station with your top four items. I know I messed that up a little bit. Um, but yeah, without any further ado, let's get right to it. Let's take it from the, uh, the tippy top there. Low Budget presents Beer League. <laughs> what other kind of road trip is there besides a car road trip? <laughs> I was thinking like an RV. Oh, so this is stops this is, in an RV and get all this stuff, right? This is specifically <laughs> for car when you're traveling in a car, not in an RV. We'll have a separate rank for that. I guess it's a bike too, though. Uh, <laughs> Hi guys, welcome back. Uh, it's good to see everyone. Let's do a quick breakdown of how everyone's week went. Or, yeah, went. We'll start with Johnny. Uh, well, hey guys, it's been a while. Missed you guys. Um, hey dude. Yeah. Been in uh, been in Mexico on vacation. Just got back a couple days ago. Uh, it's been awesome. I haven't gotten to detach from work in before the pandemic. I think so. It was, it was just great. Is a wellness resort in Tulum, Cancun. Uh, nice. Which is all wow. inclusive for a week. Um, it, man, I, I didn't. We didn't move from the beach, if you couldn't tell. Uh, but it was. It was great. I didn't have an empty drink all week. It was incredible. And like spas all week and hydrotherapies and. Oof, Whoa. It was incredible. What's hydrotherapy? That sounds fancy. It's like they. <clears throat> They basically put you through like extreme, like a sauna, basically, and then like it's like um, yeah, it's basically a sauna, and then they put you in like a really cold, like almost ice bath. Yeah, like but a cold it's, tub. Yeah, mm-hmm. something like that. But it wasn't water; it was just all mist. And then you just kind of keep doing that back and forth, and then you jump in a whirlpool and just kind of chill there. Um, wow. Yeah, I mean, we got like massages every day. It was incredible. It was perfect every day. Just it right. sounds it, like this is a retreat run by the army. The like army. How strong are you guys? <laughs> <laughs> no, but uh, it's good to be back, though. Good to see you guys. That's good. Beer, how we doing? Doing all right. Uh, weekend wasn't too bad. Um, my brother came into town for his birthday, um, so that was that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, he came in with his girlfriend Dana, and they. Uh, did a bunch of drinking. They bought they brought some uh, spotted cow up, which I still enjoy. People say it's overrated, but I still enjoy it. Um, hung out this weekend, watched uh, watched some football, went to the bar. It was kind of chill. My brother didn't want to really go crazy, so it was kind of just hanging out with my dog and um, watching some stuff. We watched sur- like a season seven of Survivor. Just had we just had it on throughout the day while we were drinking, <laughs> hanging out. We were playing like a drinking game. It was like anytime they say the word Survivor, anytime they say the word like it said say say the phrase like vote or voted out like drink like stuff like that like we, it was pretty fun it was alliance it was immunity yeah. there's a lot of stuff what which season is that where where are they at it was uh pearl islands with uh with rupert rupert yes the main, yeah yeah <laughs> it's, a cla- it's a classic classic season yeah there's yes. a isn't there like a ton of seasons so that that's like probably from a long time i've only watched one season i've watched the first season of survivor and i haven't watched any since it was like season se- oh yeah so it's a while ago it's like season like 40 something now so oh yeah oh i didn't even know it was that much but damn yeah. what what does he watch it on uh it's like jack's favorite show he tells me to watch it's it paramount i think is, oh, is okay. that the new i don't i don't yeah. remember what that's what, what tom uh, watches it on <laughs> they got like every single season so it's like go find a season like let's watch this one so it's good 
Dude, if you want one of the funniest shows you could watch on that whole thing is Are You the One? It just, I think we might have talked about it before. But yeah, it's basically, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, the 10 people. Dude, that show is so funny. Because the best part about that entire show is everyone goes to the confessional the first day. It is like, uh, you know, I'm not going to buddy up on the first date. Give them two shots of tequila. And they're like, you know what? You're my match. I'm not leaving for anyone else. And it is perfect. And then I, I know it's cynical, but every time they go to that, that tiki hut and they like hold hands and they're like, not a match. And the like one of them is des- like devastated. And one's like, well, you know, now I just got to go talk to all the other girls. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, <laughs> He's care. like, oh, Damn, this stinks. <laughs> He's like, all right, so we're not going to sleep in the same bed, right? I'll. So you'll move out and okay, yeah, yeah, we'll do that. Yeah, uh, I'm look. I googled Survivor Pearl Islands uh, to remind myself. That's also the season with Johnny Fairplay. Johnny Fairplay, yeah. Oh, that was it's one of such the, a good one, dude. He best, he's like uh, the famous one, right? He's he like snake. yeah, his grandma being dead. It was yeah. phenomenal. Oh, oh he yeah, pulled he, out um, all the stops. He lied yeah. and like someone came to visit him and like basically was like hey man like he goes what about my grandma and he's like i'm sorry about your grandma like and like he was in on it too so like he had someone they like brought your relatives in so it was like perfect perfect lie oh, it was like yeah shit. it was yeah, a and full like, a- like legit like the dirtiest thing that's happened on survivor it was a yeah. dude, relative coming on and being part of the lie you, you got to do the challenge too and if you win the challenge and you could spend more time with whoever came to visit you yeah. And he didn't win the challenge, but they felt bad for him because they thought his grandma actually died. So, so it worked. Him. So it worked. So oh he and his buddies got to hang out and drink beers. <laughs> yeah, they. the whole oh challenge was like God. voting for people out. And it was like yeah, voting everyone else's phenomenal. relatives. Like who's, whose relative should stay for the weekend because they haven't seen each other in like a month. And like they chose Johnny's friend who like <laughs> who lied and said the grandma. grandma Did he admit dead. it ever on the show that it was well, a lie? Right. Uh, he like in the in the one-on-one like confessional things he was like oh yeah it's the biggest lie i've ever told it was like some of the he, he was like saying stuff like that and then like even the producer jeff like called the family he was like unbelievable i can't believe this happened like he didn't even know and called and the grandma answered the phone she's like no i'm i'm good and <laughs> jeff was like pissed like <laughs> it's a good time <laughs> phenomenal dude Insane. that's that's, that's like really next good. level manipulation because it's so hard <laughs> not to be sympathetic towards someone that just lost a loved one especially like a grandparent yeah that's like that lie God, yeah because in yourself you're like what do i have like a heart made of ice like i can't not be respectful like you just lost someone i'm very sorry like all right here you go here's more time hey you know what i haven't eaten in a couple of days but i caught this fish today you could eat it wow yeah, it, it worked too it got him there's through, no like, way his actual name is johnny Fairplay. play that that's a self nickname <laughs> oh, I thought you like that was like a real last name. I was like, no way. Nah, that's the nickname he got on the show. Uh, uh, okay, okay, that's that's still just, good. Just Google Johnny Fairplay Grandma, and there's pictures of them like flashing the peace sign in front of the Big Survivor logo at like the <laughs> show and everything. It's phenomenal. The grandma like loved it. She's like a celebrity. Do they do reunion shows for Survivor? Yeah, yeah. I want. Sure. Did the grandma come out? I don't uh, think so. No, I don't know. But oh. he, he, Johnny Fairplay went on at least one other season of it. So, oh, did he bring... win then? No, nah, he didn't win. He got the top three. Oh. That was that was the big thing from that. Season. Spoilers. I can't believe they had him. But back. I mean, it happened in two thousand two. <laughs> Twenty years ago. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anything else from your weekend beer? No, just Survivor and drinking. It's good. Hi, right. Nick. How about you? What'd you do? Uh, my weekend was fairly uneventful, just, you know, kind of hanging out with some people, hanging out with my girlfriend, some of her friends drinking, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, so it was, it was a nice fun weekend with that. Um, I went to the bulls game on Wednesday, uh, which, uh, I went with my brother-in-law, my cousin, we actually got like pretty good seats. Uh, I should have sent you guys a picture. Damn. Who'd they play? Was that, uh, Uh, Mavericks. Mavericks. Um, That was an awesome game. yeah, we yeah. like wanted to go to the Mavericks game to see Luka Doncic uh, play. So we got we had really good seats. We were in one of the you know end zones, basically kind of in the corner, uh, but like down low where like the ice would be if it was a mm-hmm. hockey game. So we had really good seats, and they looked 
They looked great. The place was electric. It was like probably 90, 95% full. Like when I looked around towards the end of the game, like not really an empty seat anywhere, uh, mm-hmm. which is like awesome to see. Uh, at one point, um, um, God, what's his name? I'm forgetting. Billy Donovan, Lonzo Ball, Vucevic, Zach Levine. Uh, Zach Levine come, uh, uh, comes down and does a 360 dunk right yeah. in front of us. Well, you, you were on that side. I was going to yeah, ask. We like, on that side. It was, we, we all were just like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> That's so seeing cool. it live and getting everybody pumped up was awesome. Lonzo was like hitting threes out the wazoo. Caruso had a really good game. Uh, it was just fun to watch. They, get, they have a really good team, and it's coming at a perfect time when there's not really a very good many good teams except for the white Sox, although they didn't do too well in the playoffs this year uh but like the bears suck the hawks suck the cubs suck so like we need the bulls to to at least have somebody to root for uh this winter so uh that was a lot of fun and uh highly encourage everybody to get out there if you can and uh um check out the the new bulls team because it's completely different they have like literally zach levine and vucevic are like the only two players from last year it's completely it's four new team. complete new starters it's awesome yeah DeMar DeRozan has been playing really well because he's got a chip on his shoulder because people are saying he's washed. And I mean, he didn't shoot very well. Luca looked really good. I mean, he he had a really bad game shooting, but he still scored like 22. Um, you know, seeing the guys in person, like Porzingis, seven foot. I mean, they're just so tall. It's ridiculous. So, so that was a lot of fun. Um, other than that, not too much. How about you, Joe? The, the coolest part about the Bulls for me is the East this year. So usually the East is like the easy conference and like everyone's like, you know, the East can't keep up with the West, but the East is actually the better conference this year. So it's, it's even more impressive that the Bulls are winning. So it's really cool to see them like play good teams. Like the Mavericks are very, or the Mavericks are very good. There is a very good team. Uh, The Knicks are a very good team. Uh, Celtics, very good. They've had two down 20 comebacks. They have the highest scoring differential in the fourth quarter. They've uh, they've outscored teams by 25 and 31 in the fourth quarter before mm-hmm. this year alone, which is just a crazy thing because that's such a good stat that you want to see your like new. I was going to call them young, but like you know they're not young, but they're just like a new team together. They're new, so it's really good to see them play like you know comeback basketball, full four quarters. It's really cool to see that. Uh, my weekend was good. I was in Palatine for every day except Saturday night. Saturday night, we had Fall Catalog Night. Um, I am proud to announce that we are now the largest donating chapter to Alzheimer's in Illinois. So that is pretty cool. Wow. Nice. Um, it was really good to talk with the Alzheimer's people. It was a really good event. Everyone, the fashion was really good. Uh, a lot of fun. The band was playing hits. Um, one of the funniest moments is they started playing Teenage Dirtbag by Weedus. And one of the i it wasn't like one of the core friends it was like a friend of a friend and this girl was like oh i've never heard this song and like pretty much 13 people turned and was like (laughs) she might have to leave like how do you not know this song like this song was a banger when we were growing up so that was pretty funny Um, silent auction went really well um funny thing john ran into the ex-girlfriend there that was pretty funny. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Ran into or she showed up? It's a good question. She is, fr- she is friends with one of my brother's friends. Oh, and okay. it was just great, though, because John was wearing all women's clothes- clothing from that he got from Goodwill. <laughs> and so it's like him walking up and he had like a pimp cane and like a women's turtleneck and women's pants on that were, I mean, had to be a good four to five inches above his ankles. But they look like capris <laughs> and it's just like he's like oh hey you know i haven't seen you in like a year what's going on and it's just like we were all joking like she probably looked at him she's like yeah you know i'm glad he kind of broke up with me I'm like, good, I, yeah. I, think, I think i think it was good that we ended things uh, but that was kind of it, it was a lot of fun um and then just watched a lot of um a lot of football a lot of football um speaking of football Let's go. We're going to start off, as always, with the Bears. And what comes with the Bears? The Triple B. Beers, Bears, Breakdown. Beer, take it away. Yeah. Um, it was an okay game. I mean, like, 
I'm really curious to see like what you guys felt, but like, I'm, you know, in the grand scheme of things, like I don't really care like that we lost. So my whole like view, and I've said this multiple times is that this season is a success. If Justin Fields is growing and we're seeing development there, what did we see? It was probably Justin Fields best game so far. He literally was like, he was playing out of his mind the entire game. And it was really the defense that let us down um, in the end. And like Roquan Smith, like came out and was like, we let the offense down in the end. Um, Couple, couple key plays. Um, the roll to the left touchdown throw um, to Darnell Mooney was like special. It's like, you know, Mitch made one of those throws like once, and like Justin did it. He's a rookie. Like, okay, that's something we're gonna get used to. Um, the, also, that throw over the middle to Cole Komet that like was like sniper. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It doesn't make sense how it was he completed a, that pass. Yeah. yeah. It was the tiniest window. Like it didn't make any sense. Yeah. But like the, the cool thing is, is that, you know, Justin Fields, the first couple of weeks he was starting, right. He was had that slow development. I don't know if he makes that throw unless like until this week, like this week he's, he's processing faster. That's what we're starting to realize. Like before at Ohio state, like his whole, like not like knock against him was he'd hold the ball too long. It's because like he has these really talented players at Ohio State that could like beat their guys at the end of the routes and then like he could lob something. Just, He's seeing in the NFL, our line sucks. He's like, I can't hold the ball. He's like, I'm one read and go, or like one read, and if it's open, and it's even a little bit open, I'm taking that taking it. that like shot. I'm not taking like, even a half second to think about it. He's going. And it's kind of cool mm-hmm. to see that development. Um, so in the grand scheme of things, I'm happy with the game. You know, we lost. Uh, we lost the Steelers. It was uh, it was an over game. I'm still salty that I went with the under. <laughs> um, Sorry, I convinced you of that. It's okay. It's okay. Never again. But no, it was <laughs> it, it was it was like a bummer game because you could see like the defense is like like slowing down a little bit. Jalen Johnson's had a bad yeah. couple games. Like Vildor was victimized. It was just kind of like a like darn. And then the running game was like Montgomery was looking solid. You know. I wish we could have split the carries a little bit more with Herbert, though. But, uh, I mean, all in all, I thought the game was okay considering we lost. But, like, in the end, like, I don't think it changes much. I don't think we're going anywhere this season. Like, Matt Nagy should be gone, hopefully. So, um, but I'm really happy. Like, even with everything bad, going bad, Justin Fields is looking like it's the bright spot. And if he's the bright spot, fine. Like, I love it. He's our future. Yeah. That's literally the only future we have. Um, so it's good to see. I mean, 21 points in the fourth quarter is unheard of for the Bears organization. So that's very <laughs> fucking awesome to see. And despite our bad defense, despite our bad offense, uh, offensive line at least, like, yeah, the the amount of times he rolled out to his left and made perfect throws, I mean, just dimes. It's it's awesome. Like, Yeah. I don't want to talk about the refs. The refs. Oh, uh, I do. So I was gonna say this. I was gonna say this. We're we're gonna end on the refs because we everyone's gonna have a take on that. Right. The the things that I wanted to say about the Bears is I'm gonna call a spade a spade. We're not good. We did the Viking funeral last week. Okay, we're done. They're dead. They're not gonna make dead. the playoffs. They're dead. There was a Viking funeral last week. Yeah, you missed out. We we Sorry. we didn't we do an do official one though. We did. It yeah. wasn't an official oh, one because you weren't there. But we okay. said if the there was a Viking funeral, this is how we would talk. Um, <laughs> but now I'm in the mindset is this. I don't care about wins and losses. I still obviously care, but this is what I'm going to tell myself. As long as Justin Fields continuously progresses and looks better. And I do think in this game we saw that. I agree with Beer on that. So I'm not, I'm not going to get too upset. Uh, I mean, being honest, there's no reason we should have ever taken that lead the way we played the first three quarters. So it's not like when we gave up the field goal, I was like, oh, man, that this is crazy. It's like, honestly, we weren't in this game. Uh, if that game just – if that fourth quarter went the way the whole game was going, you'd just be like, well, you know, they got killed. But uh, the defense didn't look solid. I think what we have been seeing about our defensive line is our defensive line is really good when we have the full units out there. We saw it last year when uh, Hakeem Hicks went down. That middle looked a little, you know, open. A lot of run yards. Very depleted. Um, 
And then this year we're noticing when, you know, uh, Robert Quinn's in there and Hakeem Hicks, but we're out Khalil Mack, we're seeing some holes in there. We have such a good line, but our backups to our actual, like, star players aren't producing as well as our star players, and it's, like, hard to be mad at that. Like, I'm upset with how our defense play, but, like, I'm trying to think rationally and be like, I mean, yeah, our second string who's backing up Khalil Mack is not Khalil Mack. So it's like, I'm upset, but it's like, I don't really feel like I should be as upset as I should, so I'm going to, like, stop with that. Uh, Vildor, I just feel bad for him because he got, he's been getting exposed a lot this season and the announcers were ruthless. They're like, honestly, just throw, throw to whoever he's covering every time. And I was like, oh, don't say it like that though. Be, be nice. Like he's still a professional. He's still trying out there. Um, yeah, but the yeah, the football announcers though—that's what you have to remember. It, yeah, that's true. They, they somehow have not been able to find good announcers for Monday Night Football in ten years. When it's like Sunday they Night want you to do that just in case it's a shitty game, and so they're like, "Oh, you can hear these buffoons talk because we I used guess. all the good ones on Sunday." Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's how I'm going to be for the rest of the year. I don't care win and lose. If Justin Fields looks better, I mean, Nagy's gone. There's no way we extend him. If they extend him, dude, I mean, I don't know if there's you guys no noticed, way. but every single game at Soldier Field this year, there's been a fire naggy chant. That's not good. It's not what you want to see. But yeah. So uh, let's do it. Let's let's talk about the officiating. I would like to start off with the taunting call. The taunting call, in my opinion, I guess I don't know what taunting is. Because I understand, like, the standing over someone or, like, clapping in their face. Like, I'm like, yeah, that's kind of, like, a dick move. Like, that's not very nice. The staring at a sideline? I I don't get it. Like, I, I just, I genuinely don't understand how it's taunting. And for that ref to be like, well, there's an emphasis on it. And the way he looked at them seemed like taunting. I was like, dude, come on. I, I don't get it. But I, I do agree with what he said in his uh, post-game interview. That ref doing the hip check with him running back to the Bears' sideline, that is unacceptable. That is absolutely messed up. For all the people out there that are saying he didn't hip check him, that is wild. I He clearly yeah. stuck his butt out. I must have missed that. He hip checked who? He hip checked. So like, yeah. Yeah, so Cassius Mars, when he when that taunting call happened, like he was about yeah. to like walk over and like was walking over towards like the other bench and like doing that stare down as he was kind of walking over there, the, uh, the official, he was like walking past him. The official like stopped, swung his leg out behind. So like Cassius Marth, like ran into him. You could see, even see Cassius Marth trying to avoid him a little bit, like runs into him. And then you see the official go and reach for his flag and throw it. Like, like Oh, he hell? hit me. And like through the flag, it's like, no. And then apparently Tony Crenzi, the, the official is like, no, that's not why I threw the flag. It's like, it, well, it happened directly after he touched you. And then yeah. you're upset because he was staring at them. I'm like, what is going on here? And the interesting thing about Tony Crenzi too, is that even on like before the Monday night game started, like uh, Brian Greasy, he was a former Bears quarterback. Yeah. Uh, he was one of the like Monday night pre-announcers, you know, like they have the, the panel. He even said, he's like, I have my own issues with Tony Carrenti and just kind of said something like that, like really softly. It's like people around the league don't like this dude because he's been doing stupid crap like this the whole time. Like, so it's just like, of course this happens. Of course it's like really messed up. And then like, of course the NFL is going to come out and defend him. And when they came out and defended him, they they used the word like posture, like a whole bunch. That was their whole thing. It's like, he was posturing towards sidelines. It's like, oh, it's posturing a taunting penalty now. I like if you go and look up the rules for taunting, there's not the word, the word posture doesn't even show up. Yeah. Like, yeah, what the hell is going on? The the rule as written, it says the use of baiting or taunting acts or words that engender ill will between teams results in a 15 yard loss from the succeeding spot, which is, it could be anything. I mean, that's don't hit a very, <laughs> Yeah, it's just like a very vague way of of putting that. And 
they said before the season that this is something that they were going to crack down on, which they have. I, it's, I've seen it called more this season than any other season, but I think everybody collectively agrees that this is a dumb rule. So my conspiracy theory hit here is, remember a couple of years ago, um, it might have just been two years ago, in the playoffs, there was a really bad no call on a pass interference <clears throat> between the Saints and somebody else. Rams. Uh, and then the, ne- the Saints and the Rams. And then the next season, they were like, hey, we messed up. Now we're going to allow for reviews of no calls yeah. on pass interference to prevent this. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, okay, but that's just like, that almost never happens. It's such a rare thing. And it was hardly ever used. And then after that, like, oh, see, like nobody ever used it. We allowed them to. I feel like this is kind of one of those things where they're like, they're throwing out this dumb rule to kind of like distract people from, I don't know what, from like other officiating problems or something like that. Like, I don't know why that they decided to make this a point. It serves no purpose in the game other than to destroy, you know, to to ruin some team's chances. It really doesn't disrupt the flow of the game at all. It um, it's not about like providing good role models for you know young watchers, or else they would actually arrest people when they you know commit domestic uh, abuse and things like that and kick them out of the league. Like mm-hmm. you're you're not doing <laughs> or lie about taking a COVID test. Exactly. Exactly. You're not doing anything good for the game with this penalty other than like potentially doing it. So like for some reason, I'm just thinking like maybe they're just doing it to like take like everybody's focused on taunting. And then next season, they'll be like, okay, we're not going to do that as much. And then people won't get as upset about other things. Like, I don't I don't really know. Um, But it's getting to the point where it's affecting the end of games. Exactly. That's what's that's what's not just the Bears. It's happened in at least three other games that I was seeing them talking about. And it's just that's not how you want the game to end. And it it was stupid, too, because it was like a clear sack. All he did was look at the looked at the sideline, which I think is. I mean, dude, he made a huge sack. It was a team he played for last year, too. He was looking over at the sideline as like the Steelers didn't re-sign that guy after this year. And then the Bears signed him to their practice squad. So he's maybe doing a little bit like a, hey, I can still play kind of thing because he is a little bit of an older kind of bench guy. So I don't know. I mean, and on top of that, that wasn't even the only bad call. There was so there was no calls on uh, roughing the passer against fields. There was a a big call on roughing the passer on Big Ben, even though he barely got touched. Uh, There was the chop block call that negated uh, uh, a touchdown for the Bears. Um, There was at least a few others that it's just like I uh, no idea where you're getting this. Justin Fields after the second uh, the hit the late hit. Um, where he's hitting to the helmet, he turned around to him and he goes, yeah. why does Ben get that call? Yeah. It's like, Ben gets that call? Why don't I get that call? And I guess it's been a thing because he said that he came out after talking to Joe Burrow um, and he said like a lot of these rookie quarterbacks, second year in the league quarterbacks, have been noticing, they're like, we just don't get the calls as these seniors do. Yeah. And, it's, and it's getting a little messed up when like that – that late hit when he was clearly sliding and they still tackled him and he like looked up with his hands up and then the ref was just like, I don't know what you want me to do. It's like if that was Big Ben or like Tom Brady, there would be all the laundry on the field. People would be throwing their like the refs would throw their caps. They take off their shirt. They throw a whistle. <laughs> they'd ask for the challenge flag just to throw that out there as well. So it's somebody would get fined. It's one of those things where it's like. Uh, you got to call the game both ways, especially if you're going to make it impact the game like that in the red zone. You, you, it, it's just not a good look on the officiating. Um, I didn't know about yeah. the ref that he's has a little bit of a rep, but I mean, people know now. Um, Enough people have come one. out with their own personal things about Tony Corrente. Yeah. <clears throat> Review that guy. On, the, on that one where Fields was sliding, though, he did the right thing. He immediately got up, and you could see him mouthing to the ref, how is that not a foul? Like he or how is that not a penalty? He was saying it to him. You could kind of see it on the on the TV. I remember that. And I think the announcers even mentioned it. They're like, that's good that he's asking that. Like, that's something that maybe a rookie quarterback wouldn't do that. Like a Tom Brady would is going to throw that in their face. And the idea is you plant that in their head to be like, okay, yeah, maybe that should have been a foul. So the next time that happens or it's a little bit close, maybe you get the call. Of course, it didn't work for him because he didn't get any any calls as well the rest of the, the game. But at least it's something. Just um, interesting you bring up Joe yeah. Burrow, too. Um, like, that's exactly what happened last year, too. And obviously, he got hurt like halfway through the season, is because he literally said, 
you could hear him on uh, when people are mic'd up or when he was mic'd up, talking to the refs and saying, hey, why didn't you call that? He's like, how did that feel, rookie? Or something like just brush it off in, in a way that was like, okay. Yeah, pretty sure that's not supposed to happen. But Yeah, it's like odd that they have so many rules to protect these quarterbacks, and then if you're a rookie, they're not enforcing them. It makes no sense. Um, all right, let's head over to the Aaron Rodgers news. So there's been an update. Aaron Rodgers has been officially fined. Everyone thought that he was supposed to be suspended. I don't know if you guys remember what happened to the Ravens this year, or I'm sorry, the Raiders this year. They were fined $400,000, and they had to lose a draft pick because of not wearing their masks on the sidelines. Um, so obviously, I know what you're thinking. They came down even harder on the second offender, uh, and you would be completely wrong. Uh, the Packers were fined three hundred thousand uh, dollars. Lazard and Aaron Rodgers were fined fourteen thousand five hundred and sixty-four dollars. Um, which Beer did the math that equals one snap on offense for his game check, which is absolutely messed up. Something that I texted these guys and I was like, I need someone to genuinely explain this to me. Uh, CD Lamb, CD Lamb got fined twenty thousand dollars and thirty thousand dollars two different times for not having a proper tucked in Jersey and showing his midriff. That's what they said. They asked CD lamb about it. So they're like, is it annoying to you that, you know, this guy's basically getting a slap on the wrist and you got a $20,000 fine for not showing your belly button. And he was like, annoys me. No confuses me. Yeah, I don't get it. He's like, I, I think this is a way worse offense, which everyone agrees. That I mean, mm-hmm. pretending that you're vaccinated, and it's just it's just such a clear statement from the NFL that if you make them money, they will scratch your back and let you off with like a warning. Because fourteen thousand dollars to Aaron Rodgers is absolutely nothing. That's not even a drop in a bucket. It's like after the bucket's emptied out and you're like shaking it to get the last couple of drops. It's like it's nothing. What do you guys think about the punishments that they get? I, I'll call them punishments, but what do you think about this? It's sad. It's just like, it's like this, there's like no rules. The rules don't matter. Like, it's just stuff like that. Like, why, why have the rules if you're not going to like enforce them now? Now there's so many people pointing out like Lamar Jackson doesn't have his mask on in the, like the press conferences. Like Aaron Rodgers has not had it on all season long. Like, and he's been breaking protocols all season long. And like, they, it's like the NFL got caught. Like they knew he was doing it and didn't care. Like it's just it maybe just shows the NFL really doesn't give a crap about COVID and it's just all lip service. Or they're targeting specific teams, which you know after they went against the Raiders before, you know they they make them lose a draft pick over not wearing the masks. And then Aaron Rodgers doesn't do it for how many weeks? And nothing happens to him. It's like they have something against like the rate. Like I, I don't. I don't get it. It's like it hurts the sport, and it makes me sad because it's like it's pretty clear. Like the NFL is just looks so bad right here. This could be a little bit of conspiracy, but I do find it odd. The two highest fine teams for COVID breaking pro- COVID protocols are the Saints and the Raiders. Those are the two teams who moved new stadiums. So moving new stadiums, they had to give up a draft pick to get the new stadiums, and the NFL was not happy about them moving new stadiums. I don't think that there's a coincidence that because these teams, they felt like they did the NFL wrong, that they're coming down harder on that. I think that it might be just in my head, but I I just find it funny that those are the two teams. And it, by the way, it goes Raiders number one, Saints number two. So Raiders number one at 400 and $80,000, Saints at $420,000, Hackers at $300,000, and then you have to go all the way down. There's a three-way tie for fourth at like 25000 And so mm. it's... Yeah, I think... I think as the, Yeah, I, I like that conspiracy theory. I, I think that's got some real legs to it, which is really nice. Um, I I think all, all of this kind of reminds me of a lot of um, last year when everybody was in lockdown and then that video or picture came out of like the California governor with a bunch of people out at a restaurant, not wearing masks or anything. And everybody's like, wait a second. Or like any number of politicians that have been like, Hey, you need to stay at home for Thanksgiving. And then that's like 
here's a photo of him on the plane going to Florida or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like the kind of rules for the, but not for me thing. And it, it it's, yeah, it just, it doesn't make sense for them. Like at, at this point, they might as well just come out and say like, yep, we've got different rules for different people. He makes us a lot of money. He's a superstar. We want to protect him. We don't really give a shit. Um, we, you know, and maybe they're saying that they don't really care at all about the rules, but they felt they needed to do this for, you know, show or something like that. But that's just what it feels like to me. And it's, it's dumb. I mean, we've all agreed that we already disliked Aaron Rodgers, and this makes us uh, dislike him even more. So, yeah. Um, all right, let's head over to superlatives. Um, I will start. So my biggest surprise, uh, my biggest surprise is just how many underdogs won this weekend. There is six underdogs that won. If you bet a hundred dollars, on all those money lines, you would win 886000 That's really good. I love the upsets. A lot of home dogs won. Uh, my biggest no-duh is the Chiefs just not covering and still can't complete offensive you know, possessions. Uh, like we were saying last week, it seems odd. We were talking about in the pick farm yesterday where you see these Chiefs you know, only giving two and a half points, and you're like, wow, this used to be a lock, and now you're like, I'm not sure. Uh, and then my MVP is I'm going to have to give it to the Jaguars' Josh Allen. He sacked Josh Allen. He in- intercepted Josh Allen, and he recovered a fumble from Josh Allen and then led them to victory over Josh Allen. So I'm going to give Josh Allen to the Jags' Josh Allen, the MVP. Clearly uh, let's the go. superior Josh Allen. He might be. Uh, let's go beer. Okay, so my biggest surprise is the Jaguars uh, taking it to the Bills. That's that's insane. It's literally insane for them to do that. Like every single person we we're talking about on this podcast on the Pick Farm, like put all your money, put all your money on the Buffalo Bills. Like no matter what that is, and it's the Jaguars beat them. And of course, it was a field goal game. It was one of those. So heck of a heck of a heck of a, heck of a week for the Jaguars. Just, you know, they might be turning it around. Who knows? Just we'll see. Um, <laughs> biggest no duh is uh, Packers fans not realizing like, and not really understanding what it's like to not have a Hall of Fame quarterback. It's the biggest no-duh of the year. If you, just, while. if you go and like look at the comments, <laughs> it's like they're making excuses for him. It's like, it's not Jordan's fault. He's not doing a lot of these problems. It's not his fault. And then a lot of it's like, dude, he's not that good. He's missing a lot of these throws. Against like the worst team, a worst defense in like, the NFL, like the Chiefs mm-hmm. defense, Jordan Love looked bad. And there are these, all these like takes that it's like the same takes that we use for Mitch. Like you're already seeing it for Jordan Love. And it's just one game and I get it, but like I just loved it. It's the, I was waiting to see what their reaction would be like for a regular QB to come in. And it was wonderful. It was just wonderful to watch. Cathartic experience. Um, and then my MVP as well, Josh Allen, same as you. Uh, Josh Allen, the defensive end, stud dude. And of course, the game where they're playing against the, the Buffalo Bills, like he has like a career game and and it's like a meme too. It's like he just like went ahead and did it against a guy with the same name. So yeah, first will, time in NFL history. And it probably will be the last time for a very long time. Like, yeah, very long time. <laughs> so uh, let's go Johnny. Uh, my biggest surprise is what I mentioned earlier, the Bears scoring 21 in the fourth quarter. Um, it just doesn't make any sense, especially after that first half. It was just disastrous. Um, but still, like I mentioned to you before, his, his ability to roll out to his left and make those throws, is I, I'm still not over it. It's still insane to me. And then the throws down the middle were incredible too. I mean, there's not much our kicker can do from a 65-yard Field goal, like I mean, he hit it down the middle, but just like a foot didn't more, have didn't have the yeah. leg. That's it. I mean, you still have the longest uh, scoring streak. What is it? Forty snaps. Uh, yeah, Forty straight field goals. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So that's that point. That's awesome. That yeah. shouldn't count against it, you know. Yeah, it's fine. New streak starts now. <laughs> he's he's been so automatic too. Like if the the oh, yeah. field goal he misses, like is the sixty four <laughs> yarder at the end of the game, like okay. I'm not worried about yeah. it at all, honestly. Yeah. Uh, biggest no duh is Aaron Rodgers not getting more than a slap on the wrist. 
It's just, I, I, for years, I mean, I hate watching Packers games already, but the way that the announcers just praise his every move and every step that he takes, I'm like, yeah, he got caught for COVID, could have maybe killed 100 people, 1,000 people because of his um, just knowing that they're not going to do anything to him. I mean, if he's like half their viewership. They're not going to do anything. And I'm just still human over that right now. But, um, yeah, it is what it is. Um, and my MVP is going to be um, – it was going to be Justin Fields, but I'm going to go with uh, my massage therapist from Tulum. Um, she found some <laughs> knots. She found some knots that I did not know existed. It's good. Um, oh, man, I can't wait to go back. That's are good. you gonna get it? Are you gonna get a massage therapist here? Uh, maybe, maybe. I don't know if she, you know, if anyone could do it like uh, Tamara. She had special mm-hmm. hands. <laughs> Tamara Tulum. All right, Nick. What's your superlatives? We could do a, a group trip to all get go, go go get massages, or better yet, have somebody come massage us while we're like doing the podcast, and then we just kind of like take turns or something. So, yeah, like poker us, pros us. get massages while playing yeah. at like tournaments. We should get that yeah. where you just like hunched over, just getting beat up. Exactly, that'd be nice. Uh, so I did my superlatives based off of like halfway through the season because uh, we're nine weeks out of eight, 18 weeks in. Oh. Uh, so my, my biggest surprise is that we as a podcast are 500 on our picks through nine weeks. I, with how we started, there was no way I thought that, that was going to happen. <laughs> and just, you know, we're each picking eight games a week and there's four of us. What are the odds that we're actually going to end up right at 500? Like, that's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty impressed with us. Um, considering this is the first year we're doing this to such extent too. Um, my biggest no duh is that the bears are one of the worst teams in the league. Um, I was talking about this before the podcast, uh, just looking at the, um, just the standings of the NFL as a whole. And it's like the bears are in territory of like the Jaguars and the dolphins. Like they're, they're legitimately one of the worst teams in the league. And, you know, it took me a while to kind of come around to that that that, that was going to happen and that we needed to fire Nagy. But now it's just like I I can't believe it. So, like you guys were saying earlier, though, I'm with you on. Let's just hope that we see improvement out of Fields and mm-hmm. go from there. Uh, Long term, uh, and then my MVP so far so far through the season is Matthew Stafford. Uh, he's been playing lights out, going from Detroit to LA. Obviously, he's got a really good defense. Obviously, he's got a really good cast of. Um, you know, just players around him on the offensive side of the ball too, but he's been playing lights out and yeah. then the, the, the Rams have been phenomenal as well. Um, they added OBJ too. Yeah. They added OBJ, which honestly, uh, you know, they've already, they're already clicking on all cylinders. I don't think OBJ is as good as he was those one or two years. I agree. Uh, in New York, I think he's not good in the clubhouse. I mean, the fact that they had him in Cleveland with Jarvis Landry, like his teammate from from college, best friend, and, yeah, best friend, and like collectively, the Browns were like the Browns players were like, yeah, like we don't want this guy here, like get this guy out. He's kind of like a, a locker room cancer. It's like, are you sure you want to be bringing that into into your thing? I guess you can get rid of him as quickly as you sign him, but just seems like they have a good thing going. But regardless, Stafford through nine weeks looking solid. Um, all right, let's do our locks of the week. My locks are Colts, minus 10 versus the Jaguars. Jaguars coming off of a ginormous win versus the uh, versus the Bills, Josh Allen, all that stuff. Um, I like the Colts to bounce back after a loss, and I like or after a win, and I like the Jags to have a natural letdown spot after a huge win. Uh, Johnny Beer, the Nick. Uh-huh. Uh, minus one and a half. Okay, Patriots minus one and a half. Now let me just see where they're playing real quick. (laughs) They're playing the Browns. The Browns. Oh, yeah, I feel really good about that. Cool. Yeah. Mine, uh, Rams three and a half. Easy. If the Rams have three and a half favorite over, who are they playing? 49ers? 49ers. Yeah. Three and a half? Okay. Yep. It also and feels I like you're kind of getting that off a discount because they lost to the Titans. I feel like if they would have beat the Titans, this would be more of an upwards of five and a half to six and a half. Yep. 
Take Nick. it when you can. Uh, I got the Falcons uh, at the Cowboys plus eight and a half. Falcons coming off of a nice win over the Saints. Obviously, Saints a little bit uh, banged up without their quarterback, Jameis Winston. Uh, Cowboys did not look very good last week uh, against the Broncos. Um, they're still kind of picking back up from Dak Prescott getting back and everything. Uh, eight and a half is a lot of points. So I like uh, Falcons have been looking a little bit better last few weeks. So. They're not great, but I think that they can cover. All right, good. All right, um, let's head over to timeouts. So a timeout. Where? Where? On the podcast. Oh. oh. Real quick, how are we going to want to do this? Because we do have a little time constraints. Uh, should we just skip it and go to the rank? Should I just tell you what they were going to be? Save them for next week? What do you guys want to do? I can... If you guys want to go without me, I can bounce whenever in eight minutes. Just whenever. Let's let's do the rank so you can get your rank in, and then we'll we'll double back. All right, we can do that. All right, so we're gonna go to the rank, and then we'll come back to the current events. So the rank this week is the gas station, road trips, snacks, and drinks. So it could be food and drinks. I'll go first. Um, obviously, this is no particular order because it's just what you get. Um, but I'm gonna kind of give it an order of which way my brain works. So first off, I got to go with my food first. I'm going to go with a king-size Kit Kat. Love the crunch. I love a Kit Kat. Going to want a little bit of the bigger one. Uh, Number two, I'm going to go with a bag of sour cream and cheddar baked ruffles. That's my favorite chip. I like chips a lot. And now I got to go to my... What? Nothing. You're back to your old uh, ways. (laughs) You got to go backwards (laughs) in the ranks. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I said no particular order. Okay. Five. So now yes. I'm going with like the what I grab first. I grab ah, okay. the Kit Kat first. I grab the bag, and then I go over to the drinks, and I get a blue Gatorade. I like blue Gatorade. Cool blue uh, is my f- second favorite. First favorite is blue cherry. And then because Gatorade tastes really good, but it doesn't. It leaves like a little taste in your mouth. So then I get a, the biggest bottle of the cheapest water they got to wash it all down. Let's so your number one is water. I love water. Got to stay hydrated. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Um, and you know what? If you f- you use it all, you can use your Gatorade and your water to pee in. Desperate times calls for desperate measures. You know, these are dark times. Smart. Uh, let's efficient. go. Let's go, Nick. All right. Uh, I did my rank like a normal person, four to one. Uh, so number four, uh, start off with a drink, a little bit of ginger ale, something I don't usually like ever get at like a restaurant or, you know, a fast food place or really like at the store or really anywhere else. But sometimes when I, when I go into that, uh, there you go. When you go into that convenience store and you know, there's like four different kinds of ginger. I'm like, Oh yeah, it's pretty good. Uh, number three combos. I never get combos outside of a gas station or a convenience store or something like that. Um, I don't know how good they are for you. And frankly, I don't want to know. They're probably really bad for you. Uh, I don't know what filling they put in there for like the pizza ones. I think the pizza ones are probably the best. Don't know what that is, but it tastes pretty darn good. Uh, number two, I'm going to go with Arizona iced tea. I've definitely talked about that before on the podcast. Uh, 99 cents for a huge can of it. And the 99 cents is printed on the can. So they can't sell it for anything more than that. Yeah. That's <laughs> I exactly. Inflation. Yeah, especially <laughs> now. What is inflation? Like six percent now? Yeah, it's it's phenomenal. Uh bless those people at the Arizona Ice Tea Company. Uh and then number one, I'm gonna go with uh some fresh hot taquitos on the rollers. Uh, nice. uh when they're all nice and heated up, uh especially after a night of drinking, although you know, we're just talking about we're driving <laughs> on road trips and everything like that. <laughs> uh, don't know what they put in those either, but when they're nice and warm, they taste pretty darn good. They got a little crunch to them. They've been heating up there for several hours. <laughs> Love it. Uh, let's go beer. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I, I love... So the taquitos, that's got like a place in my heart for sure. Are they like... So some of them are called like tornadoes or are they called tornados? Do you guys like have an opinion on those? <laughs> I'd go so with the I tornadoes. Call, I call tornadoes. them tornadoes, like, but now they like a twister type know. of thing. 
Yeah. My dad calls them tornado. I'm like, that's stupid. And then I've heard people call it tornadoes. And I'm like, okay, is this like more of a thing? And am I saying it wrong? But it's like, <laughs> it shows a tornado on the bag. And like, people are calling it tornadoes. And I was like, come on. So I don't know. Um, okay. So for number four, this is like, I'm thinking like, I'm, I'm making the five hour trip from Chicago to Rochester. You know, made that trip tons of times. Um, or like Rochester, Chicago. I'm making that trip actually in like two weeks, coming back for Thanksgiving for the week. So maybe, maybe an nice. in-person pod is afoot. Um, and then, um, so number four, grab the beef jerky. So any type of beef jerky is pretty good. I'm like the nuggets and the peppered flavored. Like, give me like the heavy pepper, like beef jerky. Love that. So you grab that. Then you walk over to the, to the like, where everything's kind of cold section. You can grab... I'm spoiled being in Southern Minnesota and like near Wisconsin. I get really good cheese curds at like every single gas station. There's like in what? the area has like legit cheese. Curds. Not like all. the fried cheese curds. It's like the, the cool, like the literal just pieces of cheese. And it's like, Oh my God, like I had white cheddar. It's unbelievable. It's from the gas station. Love it. Quick trip <laughs> is the bomb is, is amazing. Um, so cheese curds, a lot of times I'll get like the jalapeno in it. So cheese curds for sure. Number two, Go with the raspberry iced tea for the for the for the drink. I am a big raspberry iced tea person. It can be Arizona, it can be brisk. Raspberry iced tea is the bomb. It's like my favorite drink. It's, I drink it all the time in college. And then number one, the the thing to bring it all together for your long road trip, it's a bag of dots pretzels. Those pretzels oh. are mm. unbelievable. And it's a perfect like you'll have so much. You won't finish it on the drive, but you'll have like you'll be you'll have that comfort to know that you will not run out. So on the whole drive, so it's good. Yeah. It's a good time. Johnny, what do you got? One. All right, number four, I'm going to go with Gatorade, either blue or yellow. I'm not sure what the flavors are, but those are my favorite. Uh, Sour Patch Kids, and <sighs> this was a really tough one, but I'm also going to go Funyuns. And then finally, beef jerky. And don't bring me a Slim Jim because that is not beef jerky. I want the big pieces. <laughs> no, you need like a Jack Link or something. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Um, I beers. This where we part ways. Yeah, I guess so. Um, if you I could like over tornadoes. <laughs> if you could, <laughs> this is like a legit conversation that lots of people have had. It's not just me bringing it up now. Uh, I'm I'm telling you. But if you could, uh, like. I don't know if I like exit right now. It'll save and like send. You I think the... I think you have to just leave your computer open. That's what I was thinking. Okay, I can yeah, do that. I'll be back. Open. I might be back by the time. Who knows? I'm literally gonna drop right. Jenny off. So, all right, cool. All right, later, guys. Um, all right. So now we're going back to the timeout segments. Uh, the first one I am gonna be is uh, Jeffrey Bezos is in a little bit of a hot seat. I don't know if you guys heard about a little boy named Jeffrey. Um, Jeffrey showed up to a party with his new girlfriend. The divorce is finalized. This is like one of his first public appearances with um, the new girlfriend. And a photo came out of Jeffrey Bezos' girlfriend meeting Leonardo DiCaprio for the first time. And she just gives him the hungry eyes. She she was oogling. Oh, she, man. <laughs> she was a looking. She was a liking. Which yeah. is, there's no problem in that. Leonardo DiCaprio, good-looking guy. You know, hell, I'd look. Um, but Bezos did not find the internet, uh, did not find it as funny as the internet did. And he, like, reposted a meme trying to be, like, a joke, but you could tell he's mad. And his thing was, like, a picture of him photoshopped next to a sign that was, like, steep drop-off ahead. And it was like, hey, Leo, come over here. Check out the view. And I was like, oh, yeah, he's either he just doesn't get jokes or he's he's not he's they got in the limo on the way home. He's like, don't you ever look at someone like that again. <laughs> I think we got a prenup, man. He's, he's not a good he's not he's not funny. Yeah, yeah he's still I think humor. that was his attempt uh, at, at humor. Yeah, it was not good. It's like when Zuckerberg tries to do a joke. And you're just and then yeah. he just says something and then he'll say a punchline that is not a punchline. Be like. Haha, <laughs> that's funny. You're like, uh, yeah. um, the next one I got yeah, is Arby's. Arby's, we have the meats. Let's change it to Arby's. We got the alcoholic beverages. They're walking into the vodka game. Arby's is now coming out with curly fried or curly fried 
flavored vodka. Uh, I don't get it. They, they got the crinkle oh. fry and the curly fry coming out. And it oh. looks delicious. It's made out of potato it, vodka. It's made out of potato vodka, so that makes sense. It's the perfect mixture for uh, any Bloody Mary. <laughs> Nick, look it, it up. Looks, you think it looks good? Yeah. I mean, it looks like vodka. I don't it looks like I vodka. Mean, it looks fine, but I don't think it's going to Yeah. I mean, I can, I'm imagining taking a shot of either one of those, and I could absolutely see myself puking. But I think if you make it in a cocktail, it's already got its seasonings in there. You just got to add a little little mixer and ready if to you go. mix it with, like, Coke, you'd just be, like, eating a meal. Oh, <laughs> it's pretty off-putting, though. The the curly fry vodka is distilled with cayenne, paprika, onion, and garlic, and yeah. preserves the mm. distinguished and authentic flavor profile of the traditional Arby's curly fry. That sounds disgusting. disgusting. <laughs> yeah, absolutely terrible. I don't like vodka either, but ugh. yeah. But I like what they're going. You know, like vodka. Uh, it's so boring. Nothing's <laughs> came out since Tito's. We should shake up the world. They're like, well, what do you want? It's like, all right, let's do fry-flavored vodka. And someone was like, yeah, we might get a headline out of it. That's what I think. I it's think working. it's just like yeah. we, we might get a headline people go. Uh, the last one I have is the collaboration no one wanted, but it might be what the people needed. Uh, Gucci is doing a collaboration with Xbox. This is not a joke. I first saw it, thought it was a joke. Then I went on Gucci's website. It is not a joke. Um, so they are selling these bundles. It is a Gucci monogram. So it's the Gucci monogram with like the dots and the double G's. Uh, monogrammed Xbox One Series X. A remote controller with the Gucci red and blue. A carrying case. A Gucci carrying case. Uh, guess how much that costs. Let's play. Let's play. Guess the price. Four thousand dollars. No. Higher? Oh yeah. Higher. Johnny, we lost your audio. Are you muted? Fifty thousand. Fifty thousand lower than fifty thousand. Okay. Ten grand. Ten grand? Ten grand. And so I was thinking about it and I was like, okay, so they must have made they must have like sent these xboxes and all this stuff to gucci in florence and like got the actual monogram no the monogram is just made in the same factory as xbox so it's just like a plastic monogram i mean it looks cool it looks like a cool thing it looks really cool yeah yeah it looks cool the system the the controller just i mean with the blue and red gucci stripe is like i mean i guess kind of cool but like the xbox itself is cool but like i don't get the collab on this i i love xbox i have an xbox but like i don't get it here's my thing on it so the thing about fashion is it you you obviously you wear it but the the intent is to wear it out in public out where other people can see it where you can convey some sort of thing this is how i look this is how i feel this is how rich i am that i can afford to wear all this stuff and i don't really give a shit or anything like that so it's meant to be out there in public video games are meant to be played at home or at your friend's home and if you've got a bag and if you've got a monogram thing with gucci on it like nobody's gonna see that you're not carrying that around outside being like look at my piece of you know five hundred dollar equipment with the gucci logo on it uh, and if you are, somebody's going to steal it from you because uh, you're an idiot. <laughs> so I just, it, even if you're like, hey, I got this and you're going to post something on Instagram, it's like, great, you paid $10,000 for a little bit of clout on the gram. Hey, you big dumb idiot. <laughs> the best part is like you, you like look at your system when you take it out of the box and like set it up and then you like never look at your system again. Yeah. Because like nowadays I just always turn on my Xbox because you can turn it on from the controller. So, like, I don't even touch my Xbox. I don't even look at it. I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh, I turn on my controller, turn on my TV. Um, a funny thing, so there has actually been a study and a couple of old executives from fashion houses have come out and admitted that their their demographic is not rich people. It is not wealthy people at all. It is to be a symbol of wealth that people that can't afford it want to buy it. Yeah. 
So it's actually pretty messed up. But this yeah. is kind of funny. Um, I that is the episode. Thank you guys very much for listening, watching, subscribing, liking, commenting, everything you guys do. We appreciate it. Um, we will see you guys next week. Have a safe, healthy weekend. Bet the games responsibly. Take our locks. We're gonna win big this weekend. I got a good feeling. Bye, guys. <laughs>